What's going on, folks? Welcome to a week four NFL edition of the 300 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kyle Maggio, joined by my co-host, Jensen Cole. What's going on, buddy? Kyle, I'm feeling great. Feeling better than ever. Feeling like an undefeated weekend. Clean sweep. Book it. I also I, just drank a coffee, so that may be why I feel this way. That's precisely why. But I would like to join you on feeling as confident as you are. It was a not a rough week, per se, but a rough week by our own standards. So we'd like to get back to our, our clean and seamless winning ways. That being said, I'm going to hop right into it. What is your first play this weekend? Which play do you like the most here? Kyle, my, my first play this weekend is the Dallas Cowboys over the Cleveland Browns. I like Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half. It opened at four, missed that half point, but I am I've definitely been on the DAC train this uh, this year. It's been bumpy. They should be zero and three to be honest. If the Falcons didn't have that abysmal uh, blown game, that being said, you know they had a tough opponent in the Seahawks. They had a chance to win and blew it. Uh, but I think the Cowboys are going to come into their form and then have a, you know, a, a nice stretch of six or seven wins throughout the season, and that begins uh, this Sunday in Week Four against the Browns. Browns are awful, so I like I like Cowboys minus four and a half. I don't think the Browns are awful this year, but I am with you on everything you said about the Cowboys. I think that's a very talented team who's played. They, they should be 0-3, and I agree with you, but they've played worse than they actually are, and maybe at the end of the season they have an awful record, and we feel very silly for having said this early on. But, but Dak's been at least individually playing out of his mind. You know, those are great numbers that he's been putting up, and I feel like sooner or later, like, you have to get a couple of breaks your way in a football game. If you're going to be putting up big numbers like that week after week, like one of those times, like the defense makes a play or two and suddenly you're up two touchdowns instead of down trying to come back for your life every week. So we're back in Dallas. Boys are getting four. I think that's pretty modest. Uh, you know, Probably should have been a little bit less given how you know bad they've been. But uh, I'm going to take them with you uh, this week. I, I think that they got to get a big win. You got to get a big statement win early in the year. You got to salvage this season before it really gets off the rails. You cannot go over four. Dak Prescott looking for a big, big contract right here. Zeke got paid. These are Cowboys with big aspirations, and you start off 0 4, you're in trouble quickly. I think they know that, but I, I, this is a very winnable game. Yeah. The records definitely. say otherwise, but this is a very winnable game. I think the Cowboys go out and handle business this time. For Sweet. once, they do their jobs. Speaking of not wanting to go 0-4, you get the toilet bowl in week four between 0-3 Vikings, 0-3 Texans. I know we have backed the Texans and said don't, don't knock them out. We said don't knock them out too early after their tough week one and two against the Chiefs and Ravens. Uh, week three did not uh, did not come to the table and did not impress. I am staying far away from that game, Minnesota versus Houston, both 0-3. It's a three-and-a-half point fa- uh, spread in the Texans' favor. Kyle, I am not touching that one. I don't know about you. So – Everybody's going to roll their eyes at me as I prepare this take. Uh, I, I just I'm don't want to be the guy to call the no. first win of a team after after three weeks. It's like I'm, I'm not going to feel better about winning a spread. I'm like, oh, you got their first win. It looks silly. If you bet on an 0-3 team, then they go 0-4 and you don't win the spread. It just, it, 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 it's a bad look, so I'm standing Look, forward. you're 100% correct with all that you're saying. I should want no parts of the Houston Texans after losing two out of the first three weeks betting on them. I should have learned my lesson. I should be much smarter than this. And yet here I am back at, the at well. this. Here I am looking at this Texans minus three line, and I can't help but think to myself, "Man, the Vikings haven't haven't looked spectacular. This could be a winnable game for the Texans at home. They got to get on the board." And I don't know that I'm going to take it, but I can promise you guys that I'm going to try my best to talk myself into it. I'm not going to fully commit in this pod. I'm trying to be somewhat responsible, but the Texans are the team all season that I'm going to probably continue to talk myself into for almost no reason. Uh, I, I lost 
the first week of the season with the opener on the Chiefs. I thought they were going to cover. Almost, but not quite. I thought for sure they were going to cover against the Steelers. Not just cover. I thought they were going to win. I thought that was nice and easy. It was set up for them. Went ahead, lost that game. Uh, not just lost, but they didn't even cover. So I shouldn't. I shouldn't, and I should know better, but I, here I am thinking about it again. But That's what, We're risk takers, Kyle. We love but, to take some risk. We are, but the next pick that I am going to commit to on this podcast, and uh, I moments before the pot, I wasn't really feeling it all the way, but I think having let it marinate for a few minutes, we are taking the Las Vegas Raiders over the Buffalo Bills this weekend, boys. And we're, get, we're, we're taking plus three and a half. Look, the Bills have been lights out. This is in no way slander by any means. Josh Allen has been terrific. He didn't have any 300-yard passing games. His first two years, or like one or two, his first two years, and then he has he's got like the first three this season. He's just gunning, gunning touchdowns everywhere. Yeah, it's good to see him adapt a bit and uh, and, and evolve his game. Yeah. You like I mean, to look, see that they they got weapons for him. The defense is terrifying. That's an excellent team, and I understand that. But now you're going out to Vegas. You're going to play the Raiders, and the Raiders started off the season pretty good, pretty good. Lost to the Pats. It wasn't even really a, a crazy loss by any, you know. Derek Carr played all right. He was throwing some dimes around. Um, I don't know that I feel great about the Raiders' chances, but as a as a decent dog, you know that that's one of the rules that I live by. Um, I think a young and up-and-coming Bills team here is going to get a challenge going west, and I think the Raiders are going to cover. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to take the money line, which is plus 150 for those interested, but plus 3.5 does not sound all that bad to me, so I'm probably going to take the spread there. Kyle, best of luck with that game. I have no interest in touching that one. I, I'm Nor just going to list a couple, list a couple of games that, that that stood out to me, but another that, that I don't really want to touch. And here's why: Saints Lions. I think a lot of people are going to continue to die on the hill with the Saints and be like, "All right, when are they going to start to perform like they should?" Because they are definitely underperforming. Lions are not a good team. A lot of money and a lot of bets are coming in on the Saints. Saints are four and a half point favorites. I don't like it. Saints are not – until they come out with a week where, like, all right, Saints are in their true form, I'm not confident. I don't want to be able to call that game and have them be like, all right, finally they're they're in their Saints form. They're not as good as they as people thought they were going to be this year. And Michael Thomas, uh, is he out again? Don't even know. Don't want to touch it. Colts Bears started as a pick Trubisky, almost an epic collapse last week. Uh, and then they came all the way back, and then they ended up winning the game uh, after blowing a 28-3 lead. Lo and behold, 28-3. There's something about that lead uh, blowing. And uh, now they're two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Colts. Two bad teams. I don't trust the fact that the Bears are 3-0. Don't want to touch it. Chargers, Bucks, not going to touch that one either. Love what Tom's doing in Tampa Bay and think that they're going to be good deeper in the season. Don't like it. What I do like, Kyle, and you're, you may make fun of me for saying this, I like the New York Giants covering the spread against the Rams, who also aren't that impressive, but – Giants are an insulting 13-point underdogs. Obviously, Saquon went down. The Giants are abysmal. They're the second-worst team in New York out of two uh, because the Jets are actually laughably bad. In fact, bet against the Jets every single spread. We've talked about this on multiple pods. But Giants are 13-point underdogs against the uh, L.A. Rams right now. And Rams are not that impressive. Very well-coached team. They're not that good. Golf is really not that good of a quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah, he was in the Super Bowl two years ago, but he has two-year Super Bowl hangover, and the Rams are just kind of mediocre. Not great. Giants are awful but they're also given 13 points right now i think they lose by 10 or less so now, that's what i'm going with here's here's the only pause that i'll give you on that one which first of all normally when there's a lot of points like that you know i'm gonna side with you there's two of those spreads this week by the way so you got the rams almost getting 14 points at home yeah. and then you've got the washington football team as a 14 point underdog at home so normally when you get gigantic spreads like that i think it's generally pretty wise to just take the points and hope for the best uh, it, it's hard to score even for the best teams some weeks. So 
it is what it is. But um, I get it. I get it. The only thing that gives me pause with, with that one is that the Rams did beat the absolute breaks off of the Philadelphia Eagles by 18 just two weeks ago. Another NFC East opponent stinking it up. Um, the Giants are pretty clearly worse than the Giants and, uh, than the Eagles, I mean. So it's like. I don't know, man. I don't know how in I am on that. The Rams can still at least score. I'm not, like, big on golf either, but I know they can at least put up some points. I don't know that they're going to be able to – like, I don't know what the, what the draw is for the Giants here. They're going to go west, and they got to keep up in a shootout pretty much because they're not going to stop anybody. I don't know that I like it, but it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. I'll give you that. I just want no parts of this game. Yeah, I mean, similar to a lot of points, I'm not taking Ravens at, against the, the Washington football team that – Washington football team is arguably the worst team in the league as well, in my opinion. I, I think second worst. Then you got to go Jets. It's Jets. There's no argument here. I'm sorry. I totally misspoke. Jets are so easily the worst team in the league. Uh, but, yeah, Ravens, 14-point favorites after a loss against, okay, the best team in the league, the Chiefs. But I'd rather see them get a bounce-back win, get a win under their belt. I, I trust Lamar and I trust the Ravens, but I don't like that deep spread at 14 points either. It's a tough slate this week, Kyle. I'm just looking across. Yeah, Seahawks, six points against the Dolphins. That is one I will definitely be taking. I will be taking Seahawks against the Dolphins. They are Super Bowl contending team. Russ is an MVP contender. He has made that known, and he wants to continue to ride that train. Uh, and Dolphins are just not that great. So I like Seahawks minus six there. That's a pretty decent spot, um, all things considered. Um, I don't – what do you make of the Dolphins this year? Because I don't – I feel like they should have been worse. I've never been – I've never been high in the Dolphins. I went to school in Florida, so I dealt with Dolphins fans, and I was just kind of just have a, a disdain for that alone. Uh, I've always felt more sympathy for Jaguars fans, so I just kind of liked Jaguars fans more than Dolphins fans. So that's why I'm going uh, – you know, and, and Bucks too. We're awful my entire time there. So I kind of just am rooting more for the Bucks out of any of the Florida teams this year. So I'm just kind of just have disdain for, for the, the Dolphins in general. Uh, apologies to our listeners that are big Dolphins fans. But at the end of the day, I do want to reiterate my point about Russ is having an MVP like year. I know we're only three weeks in, but Russ is, he came to play this year. And the Seahawks are, are, are a good, a good team forced to be reckoned with Super Bowl contenders. I'm going Seahawks minus six. Only reason I'd be a little bit hesitant, and it's not even like you really should be because that's pretty modest for Russell Westbrook. So I might Westbrook. I might, you mean Wilson? Uh, Wilson, sorry. Yeah, I'm in Russell basketball. Westbrook would be a pretty good. You, you, you want to know what? You know what? I just read actually that messed me up. I I literally clicked. I saw a tweet. And on the tweet, it said, uh, "This Bucks Rockets trade would pair Russell Westbrook and Giannis together." And then, in my brain, I got stuck with Westbrook. But. <laughs> Uh, look, taking Russell Wilson with six points isn't really outrageous. The only reason that I get a little bit of pause with that is that the Dolphins have actually been in most of the games that they've been playing. They played the Pats week one. They lost by 10, but they were never out of that game by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, even against the Bills, who have been pretty dominant to start the season, they only lost by three at home to the Bills. Uh, they beat the brakes off of the Jaguars after I told you guys Minshew Mania was unleashed and was going to conquer them. Why are you bringing this up? I haven't even began healing of this open wound. In the all I'm, say, all I'm saying is so – I, look, I did. I, it was embarrassing. Really, it was a bad look for this pod. One of the that was, a, that was the only that was the only bad loss, by the way, of 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 this pod so far this season. We have four One weeks of, strong. Like last week, we didn't have the best record, but I still liked those picks, and they all could have, you know, three. Three of them, of oh, the three losses, one, one, and three, all went down to the last possession. 
Um, and so, so, I mean, it is what it is, but that was definitely the worst, the worst pick was Jags Dolphins. There. No, normally I tell you guys, I don't mind losing money on my picks. I absolutely minded losing money on, on Gardner Minshew. I will not do that again. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I apologize. It was a dark day for this podcast, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Look, Dolphins are kind of scrappy. That's the only thing that would give me pause, but it, it is Russell Wilson who's throwing like a, a 20 for 25 touchdown game every time he seems to go out there. So uh, smart money would just be to keep betting on that man and his incredibly talented arm and legs. So, do you have anything else? Lions, Kyle, I think like? I'm only going with those those three. I'm going with Giants spread plus thirteen, Seahawks minus six, and Cowboys minus four and a half. Yeah, I think I think I'm just gonna I'm definitely gonna go Cowboys. I've locked that one in. Uh, I bought down half a point. I'm gonna take Cowboys minus four. I'm still walking the line on Texans, but I am also gonna take the Raiders uh, plus four at home. Uh, not that I don't believe in the Bills. I just don't know that they're good enough to never lose a single game uh, throughout the entire season. I think at some point, you, you know, like they're, they're going to have to lose. Like good teams are still going to have to lose sometimes. I think this is one of those spots that a good team is going to lose uh, or at least come close. I think the Raiders can at least cover here. So I'm going to take that. Those are the only ones I'm going to lock in for now. Uh, follow us on Twitter. You know, you'll see any other things and plays that we decide to do. But those two are the ones I'm going to lock in for right now. All right, fair game. Uh, Kyle, I will be looking forward to tweeting at you during these games to, to monitor our picks and see how much money we're raking in this weekend. Oh, so on that note, either ride with us or don't. Uh, it's up to you, uh, whichever way you want to go here. After last week, I, I don't know that I'd blame you either way, but we're feeling pretty confident, at least, you know, trying to uh, trim some of the fat here and just a couple of picks, a couple of good ones, and hopefully we get a couple of winners each as we head into week five next week and uh, hopefully with an even better winning record. So – Make flying sure you're following by. flying by it. Over. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, so make sure you're following Whistle Sports on all platforms. Make sure you are giving this podcast a five-star rating and review. And let's uh, keep trying to win this money, man. Glass half full, wallet half empty. Whistle wagers. Let's get it. Talk to you guys next time. Good luck.